So, that is pretty loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this was going to be a different podcast because, well, all, all of mine are a little, a little different. And I have a wheelie chair. I can hear it. <laughs> It'll be a different podcast. As you can see, I have our regular video here. Say hi to the camera. Looking like a true uh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> And then I have Doug to go here. And we're going to see what type of topics we can get into. Like, like let's pretend like we're uh, the typical person, American male, white male is what we're going for. <laughs> Correct. Sitting on their couch. And this is where they're going to get all their information is from the interwebs. So we're going to simulate the typical middle-class American male, and we're going to jump yeah. into some holes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on the web of internet. There you go. All right, so what should, where should we start? Where do you to go to first? Where do you want to go? The sky's the limit, literally. <laughs> yeah. Um, should I just Google trending topics right now? Yeah, let's look at, the, let's look at some top stories going around. Hmm. Trending on today, which which one? Huffington Post. Huff Post. Yeah, let's get uh, Huff Post. Let's get a uh, trending. This yeah, sci-fi series <laughs> is the top show on Netflix right now. What sci-fi series? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not feeling that. Anime this anime. Adaptation. I started oh, this it's one. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, that's fine. We, we jump into that one or not? No. Okay. No, just watch the anime. This Stop was trash. Netflix's most expensive movie is the top film on the platform right now. Did you watch well, this? With, no, uh, no. The Rock. I knew it was going to be trash. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Look at her last name. Caroline Bologna. I think it's Bologna. That's how you Maybe. spell Bologna, bro. That's how you spell Bologna? Yeah. I, it's I not. thought it was an I. Bologna. Okay. Well, look what we found out first. <laughs> no, it's not Bologna. <laughs> You're right. Oh, there's Bologna. a place called Bologna, though. Yeah, it's in Italy, obviously. I don't know. You don't have it? your deli meat history? You didn't study up on that? Today? Absolutely not. I, I'm going to Wikipedia. Bolo- Bolo- Bologna. It's called Bologna, though. It's not called Bologna. It's Bologna, I think. It's- <laughs> Humbly don't scroll away. Hi, reader. <laughs> Why are you interrupting my reading, bro? This well, you got to donate. Pop-ups. Oh, for Wicca? So, <laughs> Bolo- okay, how, how do we... How do we- Pronounce this. Oh wait! None of those Listen. Helpful. Wait! Don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Bologna. <laughs> I don't know. Can people I don't this? know if they can either. That was great. Bologna. Where is it coming out? Is it coming out of? The, I think it's just the TV. Out of the TV. I wish I had a mic on that. Let's see if I can turn this up a little bit. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's okay, awesome. so bologna, Italy. That, is that where the meats came from? Mm-hmm. It's like a type of sausage. I actually do know. I don't know that, but I do know that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we're gonna jump off this topic. Yeah. <laughs> Red Notice is the most popular uh, movie on Netflix, according to the streaming services public ranking system. How much did it, it spent? Two hundred million. Oh my god! That's crazy. That's, that's wild. wild. That makes oh, okay. no sense. We need to oh, stop. we just said at the yeah, same time. We, <laughs> we hang out too much. Two hundred million. Two hundred million. I I've always like I know how they make money back on that, 
But I've always wondered that since like the first uh, Netflix series and movies started popping up about like how do they determine how much money they're going to make back on a movie? Because they're not getting paid per movie or per episode of a TV show. You like watch. a box office. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, like, so they're just getting paid in people who are paying for the platform. Right. So. So how do they, how do they distribute the actual money? Well, and also just like, yeah, where do they see the returns for that specific movie? Except for being at the top of Netflix most watch list right now. Or, you know what I mean? Things like that. Let's let's figure it out. Um, what should I type in? Uh, how does Netflix determine profit? Order. What do you think? Um, yeah, something like that. Something uh, you can even like that one said make money. I mean, that's the same. That one. What to pay for shows? That's actually kind of what I was asking. This one? No, no, no. no. This the second one. Half of Netflix determines what to pay for shows. Yeah, because you know they give them those huge budgets, but uh-huh. how do they? Like, how do they determine that? How do they determine return? Let's see. This is by Ashley Rodriguez. What is an algorithm that determines how much it should pay for shows and movies? Why is an algorithm to wow. value content? That's crazy. Oh, I got to pay for this? Oh, come on, man. Come on, Ashley. I got to pay for the article? <laughs> That's messed up, Quartz. I mean, it, it, does, it does make sense, though, because they know, for the most part, they have to know what people are going to watch, right? Mm-hmm. And then... I, I'm, I think I'm more just interested in the of and that goes with a lot of streaming models, too, with just like when they make a show for two, like they made that movie Red Notice for two hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like, where do they see those returns except for just in, subscri- in the subscriptions? subscriptions? Like it has to j- just be subscriptions. Unless they unless they like in the middle of the movie did a. I, well, I'm sure they plug. I, yes. For Gucci. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they still do that. Yeah. Like that's like with any movie though, uh, yeah, like right. Adam Sandler ho- holding a Coke in every yeah. one of his movies. You know yeah. what I mean? Like one of those things. But it's, it's interesting though. What else makes the top? So seven. Did you see Seven Prisoners? Mm-mm. I don't watch that either. Oh, Army of Thieves wasn't bad. Twenty One Trump Street. Great. I never did watch that. Gotta watch. I it. got it. It's great. I want to watch that. I started The Heart of the Fall. I want to watch it. Um, I fell asleep. Mm. Maybe. That's pretty racist of you. Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> Just because it's an all black western? I, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm asking you. Why'd you fall asleep? <laughs> you don't really seem like an ally to me. Um, I do want to watch it. It's hot in here now. Yeah, I did get hot. Jeez. Um. I'm glad I didn't actually watch Red Nose, so honestly. It was, it was I wasn't going to really for any it reason. It was super corny. <laughs> yeah. I, I kinda wanna spoil the end for you, but I shouldn't. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> That's true. Who who is who's the double agent? You know what I mean? You already know this then. No, I'm just that's how predictable the movie is. Oh, okay, well then you it's win. It's not Ryan Reynolds, huh? it's probably Gal Gadot. No, okay, so here, if, spoiler alert, if you don't want to <laughs> watch this, um, then don't listen. Or if you want to watch it, then don't listen. Basically, you know, Ryan Reynolds, who's every man's male. Are you are you into Ryan Reynolds? Like sexually attracted <laughs> to Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. It seems like every dude is mean. Why wouldn't he? He's, he's hot, I'm not yeah. going to lie. Yeah, yeah, um, So Ryan Reynolds, you know, super great art thief, blah, blah, blah. This guy here, old Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Supposed to be some FBI agent chasing them down, blah, blah, blah. And they're in competition with 
somebody they call uh, who what? she played by her played by Gal Gadot. They call her. It's, it's basically another art thief. The bishop, or I think it's called the bishop. Yeah, she's called the bishop. She's the world's best art thief. Blah, blah. So he's supposed to be, you know, a uh, wonderful FBI agent chasing down Ryan Reynolds. And at the end of the movie, it turns out that they're both the bishop. Oh my that god! <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Gal Gadot are husband and wife, and have been playing people for generations. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, that's that's really all it comes down to. Jack wagons. Yeah, you know, a movie was ten years old last week. What? Ocean's Eleven. Oh <gasps> no way! Such a good movie. Such a good movie. Man, all the oceans ones. All the ocean yeah. ones are good. Yeah, surprisingly. Uh, what the mental health reason why people are playing? I feel with like slime. Post is just like giving us clickbait right now. It's Dude, even like slime and mental health stories. Slime content is trending on social media as more people play with it as a way to alleviate stress slime and anxiety. Content. <laughs> slime content? That's a thing now. I'm a slime content Tessa creator. Flores. As we continue to grapple with rising rates of stress and anxiety, whether it stems from pan- the pandemic, work pressure, social media, or, or any of the triggers in our lives, we're also finding new and unique, way- unique ways to cope in the moment. <laughs> That's Enter one of the more unconventional methods, slime. Oh my gosh. It's on the rise apparently on all the social That's media platforms. Incredible. What mental health experts think about the trend? So what is the medical explanation, if any, for this captivating trend? And if is there real merit to the mental health claims beyond the anecdotal evidence? Jack Turbin, a doctor Turbin? Yeah, Jack Turbin, a, tur- a doctor and chief fellow in child and adolescent psychiatry at Stanford University School of Medicine, told Huffing HuffPost. He is, quote, not aware of any peer-reviewed studies looking at the impact of slime on mental health outcomes. However, there are certainly many studies showing the mindfulness practice can improve uh, mental health. Well, duh. I wonder if it's just one of those, like, fidget spinner type things. Yeah, it's the same shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Directly into the mic. How to try slime for yourself. <laughs> oh, man, I'm done. <laughs> oh, let's keep going. Should we do this? <laughs> oh, no. No? No. I don't care, Jenner. All right. Uh, these are horrible trending news These stories. are, yeah. This is so clickbaity. Uh, you got to find a better website. Twitter? What's trending Twitter, Twitter? might be even better, actually. <laughs> You're right. Twitter might be great. I don't have a Twitter anymore. I, I don't to... either. Just look up yeah, trending in yeah, Twitter. Yeah. Genshin Impact. What? Is this Gus's brush compared to the It's a game. What <laughs> it's is an anime game? Barbara's an anime that's, or that's, Genshin Impact? Jensen Genshin Impact, yeah. Is a is a it was originally a phone game. I think you can play it on a bunch of crap. Why is this trending though? Because it's Twitter, bro. They talk, <laughs> <laughs> they talk about anime a lot, you know. No. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's do something more interesting. NBA Davidson, Davidson. probably back to Steph Curry. Steph Curry just broke the record for most threes today. Yep. Yep. She can go back to Davidson. Shocker. College. That's actually pretty crazy when you think about it. Yeah, he beat Ray Allen. Mm -hmm. I saw that. Like half the time. Well, Ray Allen was number one. So he beat him. Yeah, but Curry's only, what, maybe a quarter way through his career? Yeah, he's probably closer to half at least. But I mean, yeah, he's very, you know, compared to how long. I mean,. All those three shooters have long careers. Let's see what let's see the actual shot here. 
I'll just do it. Boom. Boom. Man, what a shot, too. Oh, oh wow. Crap. That dude's pretty good at huh. basketball. <laughs> dude, that is pretty crazy. That. Was a, that was not a stinking easy shot either. Falling back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could the stuff that. he pulled, man, is just crazy. <laughs> yeah. Changed the game of basketball for sure. Ooh, this is going to be fun. A cat named Jorts. That's actually a fantastic name for a cat. Oh, no. What? AI Why is there so many pair perpetuating ethnic stereotypes about Jorts? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to read this. No, it's so much. It's <laughs> so like 10 we paragraphs. can't get into Reddit drama about cats. <laughs> <laughs> That's too deep. Oh, man. Dude, Twitch live stream. Trending in the U.S. Oh, they're playing Valorant. That's a Valorant screen. <laughs> yeah, I had my best game. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, there we go. All right, let's keep going. Ooh, Bubba Wallace. That sounds like a fun name. That's a golfer? NASCAR. Damn it. <laughs> Same thing. It's old white guys yeah, doing things. BI says rope has been in Talladega Garage since October. Bubba Wallace, not a victim of hate crime. Oh, remember that? That was a point. Why is, why is that not. back up? Uh, Bubba Wallace is like uh, a black NASCAR driver, and he found a, uh, a noose in his garage. Like what? Like from his garage. Yeah, but it, I guess that was the end of the investigation. The FBI got involved. The rope had been there longer, so it's not a hate crime. Oh, that one, geez. Oh, my God, Bridget. Wow. Bridget, ACT, Bridget. There is no difference between Bubba Wallace, LeBron James, Colin Kaepernick, or Jesse Smollett. Wow, they're all frauds and liars. That's wild, dude. Are you paying attention to the Smollett case? It's pretty wild like to me how that's... Recently, it's, pretty, like, it's crazy to me that that case is is head and shoulders in news media above the Maxwell case. That's what's kind of crazy. Yeah, well, I mean... Oh, I guess I shouldn't expect yeah, any difference. It's not crazy. That's just media. This is how it works. You should turn your shoulders a little bit, Zechariah. Which so, uh, direction? There you go. That we, there you go. You can see... Sorry. My <laughs> fault, guys. God. I guess nobody ever watches these. They just listen anyway. Yeah. So. Nobody cares. Nobody listens anyways. <laughs> okay. It's all the same stuff. Yeah. Ringu? That's a... Uh, the Ring horror game? The Curse Continues. The Haunted More video news. game news. Big deal on Twitter. For sure. We need some good stuff in here, man. <laughs> Ron Sharp, Cardona. What's I need strength to blank? Or hashtag I need strength to. No. Just a Just Twitter thread. Twitter. Big meat. There we go. That's <laughs> me. That's the, the Tyson. <laughs> it's all about Tyson. Oh, that's, this is Tyson? Well, it's not. I mean, it's about what your industry yeah, is, right? Yeah, yeah. White House. Press Secretary Jen Psaki says in a press <laughs> briefing that President Biden and the Secretary of Agriculture both say that higher meat prices faced by consumers may be related to what they've seen as the greed of meat conglomerates. What does that mean, Mr. HVAC? Oh, I just do HVAC. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep the meat cold, man. I just keep it cold. Uh, uh, finally, just to like sit down and talk. I know, right? Today, man. Freaking car. Oh, all right. I'll tell. I'll tell. You're gonna tell your story. Freaking stories, bro. It's pro- I mean, I think everybody's had their 
freaking story with car parts and mechanics. Yeah. Man. <laughs> so my little Honda Pilot, you know, it's been grinding out of a bearing for about a month now, maybe two months. You know, like when you're driving, you hear something, and then when you make a turn, it goes away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's your bearing. Yep. And I kind of knew that. I've been putting it off, so I, I was like, I, I the last bearing I replaced by myself. It turned out that I couldn't replace it by myself. Yeah. So I called my father-in-law. He comes in with like a blowtorch and like cuts yeah. the bearing off. Yeah. Um. So I said, I'm never going to replace my own bearing, bearing again inside my my car. So like, I'm just going to go across the street. You know, there's a mechanic right across Main Street. He did good work for me before. Might as well just let him do it. And so I go in there and uh, I give him the bearings. Here, check it out. Just do this. Here's your part. He said, it'll be done in an hour. He calls me up. He goes, hey, uh, you also need your um, your hub. I said, okay, right, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll call around. And nobody carries a hub for this one car part. Like, usually there's like either the, the bearing or the hub assembly that you can mm-hmm. buy together. Well, I think the last one I bought was like, you know, 80 bucks or something like that. And I call around. He calls around. And he goes, listen, I'll call around too, see if we can find this part. Nobody has this hub at all. They don't know what it, they, they're like, a hub? What is that? Like, all these, <laughs> like AutoZone, O'Reilly's. Nap, all of them, like, we don't have that part. And it goes from, like, a $40 part to a $550 part for a hub assembly on the knuckle. So you have to, like, replace the entire yeah. knuckle. Yeah. And so he's, like, he goes, uh, they don't have the part. Nobody has the parts. And this was yesterday. And so I call him today again. He goes, yeah, we still don't have the part. And I'm paying for, I'm, I'm you know, paying him and just, you know, yeah, I need this done. And I was like, okay, if nobody has a part, what do we do? He goes, uh, I don't know. He's like, his Hispanic guy, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Great work, but there is a language barrier. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, I don't know. And you're like, what do you dude, mean? I don't know. Dude, like, I'm paying you I'm for paying the service <laughs> so that I don't have to track down a part. Yeah. And and I, there was this weird, like, oh, I'm still angry just thinking about it. <laughs> there was just, after he said, I don't know, I just kind of was silent. Yeah. Because I was kind of dumbfounded, like, what do you mean you don't know? Like, you're supposed to buy and track down the part that I need. Yeah. And there was about a 10-second silence where no one would have just said anything. Because I'm just, like, seething on the other end. And he just, like, I could hear people working in the background. He just seems like he just doesn't give crap. Yeah, yeah. So I said, okay, all right, I'll see if I can find the part. So I come up father-in-law, hey, listen, man, I, I can't find this part. Can you help me find this part? He goes, yeah. So we tracked down this part, go to bro, I... I Got to go to Burleson. I don't have to. To get it, I got to get to Burleson. But to get it done before I, I have to go get my grocery pickup, I had to get it done. I had to go in like 20 minutes. So I call my mom. My mom comes over. Let's watch the kiddos. I, I drop, get the truck, drive out to Burleson. I'm back by 2 o'clock. I immediately go to the, the guy. I was like, here you go. And he kind of like, I don't, I don't know what his demeanor like, He's a nice guy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But his demeanor just kind of slowly walks over. He looks at it. He goes, okay, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> And then about an hour later, I get a text, and he says, too small. <laughs> Dang, dude. So it's just like this regular. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, we still, I still don't have a car right now. I think everybody's had that moment. Yeah. Of just, you know, trying to buy a million different parts, and nothing uh, yeah. is working. Yeah. And this mechanic doesn't give a crap about anything. Yeah, I told you about that, about my BMW, yeah. too. I did the same thing. I bought six different parts, all the same part number. <laughs> Oh, three, that, yeah, three that's of the them were OEM. It says, it says it fits my car, fits yeah. my my Honda Pod the way it's supposed to. Yep. Nope. Too yep. small. Yep. So now I got to buy the whole dadgum knuckle. It's like a knuckle assembly for the entire 
where, where the tire knuckle down yeah. from where it's at. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So it's it, the most it, frustrating. It put thing me in a salty mode. Yeah, all day. So <laughs> y'all got here like four thirty to help me go get my groceries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting in a grocery line. And I'm seething about you telling the story. Yeah. And I swear those H-E-B people, man, those H-E-B pickup people, <laughs> that mofo snuck up to that window he just and waved. just walked up to your window and just looked <laughs> at you. Bro. Hey. I, <laughs> I know this can't be just me. Yeah. Because I swear, every time I went to go, I try and go do a drop-off, or I'm sorry, pickup, drop-off. <laughs> drop off drugs. Every time I do a pickup at H-E-B, I have to, almost have to like, be wary of my surroundings because I'm afraid they're gonna come sneak up. They're just gonna walk up on you, yeah. Because I'm yeah. sometimes I'm just chilling on my phone and they just are there. Yeah. And <laughs> sometimes they'll knock on the window. Yeah. Sometimes they'll try and catch you in like the, the side view mirrors. Yeah. So wave. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's got me on edge. I don't know why, man. <laughs> he walked up to the window. He rolled there. He's like, bro, you scared me, dude. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He didn't look like he was too happy either. No, he looked. I mean. He's working, you know what I mean? That's how I look when I'm working, so. That's true. When I was working at the hospital, man, I, I practiced my RBF face. Like yeah. Talk to me. Yeah. I got so good at it, man, too. Yeah. I could walk down the hallways and Nobody everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be, when I first started working there, I'd be happy, go lucky, and like yeah. wave at people. Well, that breaks down quick. <laughs> that goes away fast. If you master the RBF face, man, then you can actually get through your day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm enjoying how mad you are about this car situation. Shut up, man. <laughs> what mechanic says good luck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't find the part. I know I got your car in my garage. Yeah. But you need to find Not it. Not even like a, like a, I'll tow your car to another shop. We'll take you somewhere else. You know, we'll figure no. it out. No, just a. I don't know what to tell you. Nope. Your car was running when you brought it here and now it's not. No, it's so not. good yep. luck. Yep. <laughs> Yo, and that's another thing. Like he, uh, he, I was just trying to find out. I, I know there's a slight language barrier. Yeah. I can't speak Spanish. I wish I could. Yeah. He speaks English. Per se. Better than you speak Spanish. Absolutely. A thousand yeah. percent. A <laughs> yeah, thousand exactly. percent. Estoy tratando. Okay. <laughs> um, and what'd he say? What'd he tell me? I think, where was I going with this? I'm so mad thinking about it. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Stress does that. <laughs> it's so funny to me because I've been exactly as mad as you are so many times deal with mechanics and even just trying to do stuff myself where I'm just like this is I'm so angry. What did he say? Oh, it was infuriating. <laughs> we were just talking about how you couldn't you couldn't drive it away, you couldn't tow it, you couldn't you know what I mean Yeah, but where was I going? <laughs> oh my god it was a good point it was a really good point me speaking Spanish and not speaking Sp him speaking better English than I speak Spanish <sighs> let's figure out some stuff to get into <laughs> why are mechanics so bad <laughs> why are mechanics Mean to me. Mean to me. <laughs> Specifically. <laughs> Proper body mechanics. Mechanic. No. Wait. No. no. <laughs> Car mechanics. All right. Let's look up most controversial Controversial topics 
to discuss at a party. Oh, no. <laughs> In 2021, <laughs> hey, let's go. Viableoutreach.com. <laughs> I'm just curious. Of course, president election, climate yeah. change, body image, evolution versus creation, religion and politics, universal health care, marijuana prohibition, immigration policy. I have talked about God. every one of these I on my podcast. Say, I, I feel like I've heard every one of these oh, here. Oh, that's great. Doing a good job. Let's see. <laughs> 2020. Trump 2020. <laughs> Climate change, body image. I don't feel like body image should be three. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I feel like that should be a little lower. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> Listen, you're fat. No, I mean it's like I. I feel like it's just one of those things. Like, have a good body image, but it's not. It doesn't feel like controversial. You know what I mean? Let's see what this says. In the United States. The main controversy that people talk about is body image. That's a bold in, statement already. It, that is a bold statement. I, I struggle with blanket statements, and that was one of them. That was a very blanket <laughs> statement. In a survey, I, and I've, I have caught myself doing blanket statements before, and I got to stop. I've never. In a survey, yeah, you never. Uh, about? We had a um, great debate about that on Thanksgiving. <laughs> we talked about politics and COVID. That, that That's was right. A really good that time. was awesome. I had so much fun. In fact, we were, we were driving away, and I could tell Molly, was, my wife is just like, Tense. I was like, "What's wrong, babe?" She goes, "I hate those conversations." I, hate well, I, I what was it? It was fun though. It was never like yeah. hostile. Yeah, of exactly. course. It was me and you. We we're just saying stuff. <laughs> I was just pairing up with your dad. Yeah, yeah. Know, going up against you was great. It was really fun. Uh, a survey conducted by Weight Watchers in 2011 it has found that many women want to lose weight because they feel that their appearance is not good enough and they want to look slimmer. Additionally, according to a study conducted in 2009 by the Renfrew Center for Eating Disorders, many girls view looking good as being underweight and attractive. Man, I, this is a That's very such a Western weird thing. Yeah. <laughs> in Nigeria, they before a wedding, yeah, they fatten up their women. Yeah, they they like looking fat and being fat is actually uh, yeah. their definition of beauty, which I found very interesting. And apparently. Being fat and what that definition of beauty changes so often, it typically goes with uh, feast or famine years. Oh yeah. So well, whenever, so whenever I mean, you're yeah. struggling, or if there's a struggling nation, typically people who are fat are viewed as more attractive. Yeah. And then opposite for yeah, it insinuates a lot. You have the food to be able to be fat. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that is that's a weird. I mean, I feel like your body image should just. It's not like controversial. I think there's being. I think you'd be smart about your weight. You know, not yeah. don't die at fifty. Yeah. yeah, that's just being smart. Yeah, but but as far as your body image goes, just you know, be proud of your body image. You know what I mean? Don't be. Don't be. Yeah, I don't know. It's there was uh, some stat I saw the other day. It said if if ninety nine percent of people found you ugly, that means. 76 million people in, in the U.S. will find you attractive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Think about yeah. that when you have eight. Yeah. How much? We have 332 million people in America right now. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, huh? Ooh, Adolf Hitler's rise to power. How is that a debate? Okay. Well, okay. So I'm going to be debating um, for Hitler in this conversation. <laughs> How is that a debate? <laughs> Woo, here we go. This brings us to interesting points, though, with a survey I did on Facebook. 
and you probably voted the opposite, but <laughs> it was it was Germany, Germany following Australia and South Africa's quarantine camps and approving of quarantine camps for the non-vaccinated. What do you think about that? For or again it? I mean, it's not the same thing for sure. But I mean, as what? As Hitler? As Hitler. Yeah. Oh yeah, duh. duh. <laughs> yeah, so it's like <laughs> duh. That's not what I'm saying. I know. But Everybody I, wants to compare Hitler because he's the worst. Ever, I know. Yeah. Which I get. Yeah. And there are some signs like how we rose to power, yeah. but a lot of countries, a lot of other social, uh, const- not con- social constructs, um, societies have done that. So it's interesting how there is now this pretty intense mindset that quarantine camps for the non-vaccinated need to be a thing. I'm curious your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know enough about, especially not. I mean, I've heard some stuff in Australia, but as many as many people I've heard like talk about how Australia is like on an insane lockdown right now. Like I've seen just many people like go like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm just li- like, I'm just living my, I'm just in my house, like chilling when we're outside it's walking around city the park. Specific, yeah. yeah. So, it, you know, it depends on where you're at for sure. But, um, so I guess, do you think that quarantine camps are a human rights violation? I mean, I mean, it depends, it depends on the country, right? Like I mean, that's like the whole thing is like. Well, technically, it depends. no. I know there's a Geneva Convention, and there's like there's a whole backup for all of that stuff. But I mean, well, it, human rights is part of the very hum- literally just yes, all of humanity. human rights. Yes, I know, I know. But I mean, it's where did the idea of human rights come from? Like the actual like beginning of yeah. human rights when yeah. we decided to make that yeah. a thing. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. When did human rights become a thing? <laughs> Is that the right thing? Short history of human rights. There we go. This is by the University of North Dakota, I think. Um, The belief that everyone, by virtue of her or his humanity, is entitled to certain human rights is fairly new. It root, its roots, however, lie in earlier tradition and documents of many cultures. It took the catalyst of World War II to propel human rights onto the global stage and into the global conscious, which are the Nuremberg, the Nuremberg mm-hmm. trials. Yeah. trials. Yeah. Throughout much of history, people acquired rights and responsibilities through their membership in a group, a family, indigenous nation, blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay. We can, we can skip that. Um, we don't want to know the precursors. Well, I guess the Magna Carta, the English Bill of Rights, yeah. French Declaration of Rights of Man and Citizen. It has a lot to do with the UN. That's for sure. The U.S. Constitution. Yeah, that's kind of where we started, mm-hmm. started planting some of those seeds. Contemporary international human rights law and the establishment of the United Nations have important historical antecedents. Um, Gypsies. <laughs> That's that's a big deal, yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, Rom, Rom, Romani gypsies. I thought you were joking. No, that's like that's what it's saying too, right there. I skipped on Sinti and Romani gypsies. At the bottom below that, sorry, down here. The it's part of the UN. Stronger after World War Two, the extreme, which after was it World War One, World War Two, the League of Nations began, uh, which is a big thing for the end of the world, supposedly. Well, Signs of the end course. times. Shocker. <laughs> uh, Strong after World War II, the extermination by Nazi Germany of over 6 million Jews. Yeah, the gypsies, homosexuals, and persons with disabilities horrified the world. Trials were held in Nuremberg and Tokyo after World War II, and officials from the defeated countries were punished for coming war, committing war crimes. Crimes against peace and crimes against humanity. 
So the Universal Declaration of Human Rights was established on December 10th, 1948. It's also recent. Too. Dude, it's that's crazy. wild to think about. So Before 1940, so our grandparents. Yeah. Yeah. They were they were alive when the first idea that every <laughs> human right should actually have a th- be a thing. Yeah. Um that was adopted by the 56 members of the UN. The vote was unanimous. <laughs> Can you imagine that one guy? The one dude. Ah, one no. dude but like said, North everybody's, Korea. everybody's looking at him like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Although eight nations chose to abstain. Ah, wow. Interesting. So the UDHR, which is the United Declaration of Human Rights, commonly referred to as the International Magna Carta, extended the revolution in, in that international law ushered in by the United Nations Charter. Namely, that how a government treats its own citizens is now a matter of a matter of legitimate international concern and not simply a domestic issue. It claims that all rights are inter- interdependent and indivisible. Its preamble eloquently asserts that, quote, recognition of the inherent dignity and of the equal in and inalienable rights of all members of the human family is the foundation of freedom, justice and peace in the world. There's some human rights covenants. Mm-hmm. Subsequent human rights documents. The role of NGOs. That is so late, though. You'd think it'd be before 48. Yeah. 47, yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Which I get, yes, Holocaust was... I mean, yeah, that's what... Terrible. Yeah. (laughs) But I am kind of curious what other things were similar to the Holocaust. You know? Like, that we know of in history. Well, I mean, it's... It's Russia for sure. I mean, Russia. Yeah, I mean, I mean, events. In fact, there was a lot more similar to Holocaust. My spelling has gotten way worse ever since Google oh, it's fixes fine. it. Events in history similar to the Holocaust. I don't want to go through a slideshow. Just Should give me the dadgum paragraph. Are we in class right now? She's PowerPoint it. <laughs> Same one, some other, some other. So this guy says none, not all the well, same way. Worthless. I mean, there's a lot more people killed in Russia, but the, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, like it wasn't one group of people. You know what I mean? It was just I guess like, I should just Google genocide. Yeah. <laughs> Mass genocides. <laughs> the Holocaust Cambodian and the Cambodian genocide. genocide yeah. That was wild, yeah. This crazy. looks just like a uh, research paper, but it's interesting. It's hard to imagine that this... Uh, who's the research author? doesn't say, but... Um, this says... This, this paper says, It's hard to imagine that people would support and act upon plans to kill millions of innocent human beings. The Holocaust and the Cambodian Genocide were two of the most horrific genocides in the history of civil, civilization. The Holocaust and the Cambodian Genocide has not only similarities, but also differences. How they treated their victims, USA involvement, and so on and so forth. Let's actually look up the Cambodian Genocide. <laughs> Can't spell. G E N O. Nineteen seven. What? Mm-hmm. Was it seventy five? Mm-hmm. It's super recent. Two million. <sighs> the Cambodian genocide was the murder of between one point five and three million Cambodians by the Khmer Rogue. Rouge, basically the popular name for the Communist Party of Kampuchea between 1975 and 1979. I probably butchered that. The Khmer Rogue 
Rouge. Gosh, I sound like I a think it's Rouge. 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 Came to power Rouge. following a period of civil war and unrest in Cambodia and in the midst of Cold War tensions between America, the Soviet Union, and the Communist China. This regime <laughs> was led by Pol Pot and held radical totalitarian beliefs. They wanted to create a classless rural agricultural society where personal property, currently, currency, religion, and individuality did not exist. Um, they began to implement this vision immediately after taking power on April 17th, my birthday, 1975. Good to know. Aww. Yeah, and I can always remember the millions of people where it started when that first Every genocide. Birthday. Yep. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, within hours, the new regime had expelled the capital city's Phnom Penh. Two million residents to the countryside. All right, so that was similar. But I'm, I'm surprised that there hasn't been more well, documents prior you, to the Holocaust. Well, that's why, That's why. I mean, especially that in Cambodia led to a lot of... Um, you're good. Uh, led to a lot of this uh, anti-communist stuff that happened in America right afterwards. And after the... Uh, after the like the Cuban Missile Crisis and all that stuff that was in the sixties, late sixties, and uh, that was all during like that has when uh, about I was learning a lot about like Pablo Escobar and stuff like that, and when they were talking about um, because Pablo Escobar got together with these this communist like uh, guerrillas in uh, <clears throat> in Colombia. And uh, they took over their, like, state building. It's like a, they call it, that wasn't, basically like our Supreme, it's like a Supreme Court, but it's like their government building. Like their that wasn't main the government. Call of Duty theme, was it? Yeah, probably, it actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's Col- Colombia, Nicaragua. Yeah, yeah. So, like, they. I'm pretty sure I hunted Pablo Escobar. You probably did. It's fine. Um, In my gaming. Should have done a little earlier. You might have. <laughs> some people <laughs> um <laughs> but uh yeah it was like with the uh with these communist guerrillas that were basically got together with them and was became buddy buddy to help take over parts of Colombia. that's um, crazy man human rights again 1948 the second genocide post holocaust was 1975 and there is typically a 30-ish year cycle <clears throat> so are we on the cusp of another <laughs> It's been more than 30 years since yeah, 1975. Right. But hmm. So I guess, is, in your opinion, it's kind of deep here, are these rights being taken away by people not getting vaccinated a human rights issue? Well, I, think it's a, I think it's a discussion that needs to be had. But, like, it's... I mean, I don't know. I think at the end of the day, probably, possibly... I mean, but, you know, we're at a point now, especially in other parts, like other countries and things like that, where it's, it's almost, it's almost too late to even have those discussions, right? Because oh, yeah. stuff's already in, in play. It's already happening. I mean, so. But, but it's not here. And the only, no. so it's kind of, so I, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, like how easy it was for so many other countries to just implement these crazy restrictions. There, there's probably yeah. tons and millions of Americans who still think that we need to be as strict as Australia or South Africa or Germany at this point. But with all the hate against how America is so free and have the, they have all the checks and balances. And I've, I've really dogged on America with how, uh, 
powerful the rich have become yeah. in many ways. However, whenever you have courts, the lower courts or even federal courts blocking mandates from the president because yeah. that's unconstitutional to protect the rights of the people. Yeah. That's kind of that, that shows me the it's checks working. and balance are yeah. actually working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. So, I mean that's what they're there for, right? Yes. Yeah. But that's this is the first time I've actually seen that much yeah. power come into play. Of saying no, actually the states are, are more powerful than, than the federal government. Yeah. That, it was and that's what they're that. there for. I mean, that's yeah, that, yeah, yeah. What is that thing that wow? There's a thing where all all fifty states can pretty much overturn anything that the national government says. But I forget what it's called. Power of the. You know I'm talking about. Mm-mm. Very very interesting. All it takes is a certain amount of states to sign a declaration. They can pretty much bypass anything the mm-hmm. national government says. Interesting. <laughs> Do you think that's gonna come here? I know you don't care about no, a lot. Of sec. I mean, I know no. you're vaccinated and stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, you have to to be able to do what you gotta do. I would be vaccinated either way. Yeah, uh, it just doesn't. It's not that serious yeah. to me. But I, I, but I also at the exact same time, I understand why people are worried about it and people don't want to take it. Like I understand. Oh. I don't. I don't. I really don't give a crap either way. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I feel comfortable being vaccinated and not, you know, and I, I think, I think it's, I think it's dangerous on both sides. Like I, I hate when I hear such like extreme rhetoric from both sides. Right. And I hear it's like, you know, that it's, you know, the vaccination is going to kill you. It's all this crazy stuff. It's nanotechnology, all this garbage I hear people say, but I also hate when I hear, on the other side of people trying to push it so hard and like you, you know, if you don't get it, you're a bad person. You don't care about your fellow Americans, things like that. Like I understand both sides, you know what I mean? And, you know, I do find it sometimes I, you know, kind of giggle because this is the first vaccination. I see people worrying about it like that. Like there's, there's mandated vaccines in a lot of different ways that we have, you know, I mean, like I, you know, I had to get, I had to get 14, Mm -hmm. When I got into EMT school, yep. I had to get 14 Same vaccinations. Same here. And like in one go, you know what I mean? And it's like, it wasn't that big a deal. Even with that, I mean, it was at one day. It was actually two days split up. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that was at once, you know what I mean? You know, it's I'm fine. And it's obviously, it's mRNA. It's a whole different, it is different in a lot of ways. But I mean. And I think that like, I think that's a legitimate um, question. Yeah. Like for me, that's a legitimate question. Yeah. Um, Again, one of the main reasons why I haven't like really pushed Getting like if I wasn't if I didn't get COVID initially as bad as I did, I might be in a different perspective, like standing from a different perspective on a lot of this. Um, But for me, it's like I I think both sides need to be uh, touted equally. And like you're saying, they're not. No, of course not. They never will be. Will the COVID vaccine immediately kill you? Probably not. (laughs) Okay, Um, but people also need to know the risk and what the only. The frustration here is the mass censorship of the things that have occurred because there have yeah. been quite a few, yeah, qu- quite a few yeah. cases of rough, debilitating events from the vaccine. Yeah, and that's okay. Like, but people yeah. need to understand that risk. Yeah, that's all I've been saying though. Yeah, time, it's the same time. with any any vaccine. No matter what, right? you, I mean, there's no, no matter what. Well, you do. I mean, it could be fucking Tylenol for all we care. Yes. You know what I mean? It's that's yes. what you people have to realize. It's like just because you're trying to help point out risk of things, keep people knowledgeable about their putting in their bodies doesn't mean you're saying they shouldn't do it yep right i mean because and it should always be a choice a thousand and that's where it comes into human rights thousand percent and i agree with you on that 100 percent. you know even with like you know i i i think it's i think you see a lot of americans feeling like they're already 
like their like there was been some breakdown of their like human rights since COVID. Not like, yet. Yeah, exactly. But but they want but that's a problem with that. If you just cry that for the past two years, you're looking back, you're like, well, what happens when shit really does go south? Like what what do you, what do you what do you expect people to believe when you're you know what I mean? Because people really think that people think because they lost their job because they didn't want to get a vaccine that they like that they're some victim of human rights infringement. You know what I mean? And it's like you really do have to be. I think you have to be careful. So where does that with line? The extremities on both sides. Where's that sure. line? Because I know a lot of these. Like I know some people who like nurses who yeah. lost their jobs because they didn't get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Granted, that was a. Uh, it was a private business following federally mandated guidelines that weren't constitutional yeah because that was blocked yeah but what do you do with that i i mean i think you do with what you want to do with it that's i mean if if you don't i got the vaccine originally because i I knew my job was going to make it mandatory and i was like okay cool got my vaccine i didn't even feel like remotely sick for Mm. for about six hours i felt kind of shitty and then was like okay cool i'm good um but then you know, I came, you know, after even now, like even like even with boosters and stuff like they're, you know, they're like, hey, you know, you can get boosters now, blah, blah, blah. I'm not even actually at that point yet. I'm a, a little few weeks away. Um, Are you cool with the boosters? Yeah, but I mean, I'm probably not going to even get it. I don't honestly, I don't have to. I mean, it's not I think mandatory. that's that's, a, that's one of those interesting um, thought processes I'm struggling with. Yeah, I right now don't see the boosters going away. I, I don't really either. That's why I kind of like, like seventh way. booster, tenth booster at this point. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I don't. That's why I haven't even really thought about it yet because I know it's available and I'm I'm not there yet. So I've never really to uh, think about it much, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but if I don't want to get it, I'll have to. It's fine. Um, but you know, it's one of those things. It's like it's you'll be okay if you take the vaccine. Some people aren't. That's kind of how medicine works to me, and that's kind of like a common knowledge thing to me about just. And unfortunately, the only difference is that, uh, yes, a lot of those common knowledge events that are bad with medical procedures have occurred. It was given to them with a risk versus reward. Hey, yeah. this is, these are the risks. Yeah. Every time you have a surgery, yeah. anytime you have any procedure, hey, you might have bacterial meningitis. We have yeah. to do the spinal tap. Yep. These are the risks of doing the spinal tap, like maybe really screwing up your spine because yeah. the doctor doesn't, doesn't know how to get to the spinal cord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, here, here are the risks, but that, that's what's been like, you, you get to choose that. Yeah. And I think in what I honestly, what I think that comes from, honestly, and I, and I think in a non like evil conspiratorial way about, I think just they wanted, I don't even want to say they like, not like some organization, right? Just in general, people want like, you know, health providers and, and care providers wanted to like get people to get the vaccine. And we had so many anti-vax people already. Right. Like, I mean, we know tons of them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they didn't, I think they, I think they messed up about how they went about it the same way oh, you're talking about, right. Yeah. About like, just not just being honest. Right. And just being like, Hey, listen, it's a new freaking medicine. Like there's going to be bad, there's going to be side effects to it. And there's going to be cases that go bad, but it doesn't mean the medicine's bad. It doesn't mean the, the, the medicine is out to get you or the, or the vaccine is out to hurt you or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a a kind of a, a, um, a mistake and kind of also, I think people, I mean, either way, no matter what happened, I think we end up in the same spot 
right now as we are in today. Like, I don't think, I think if they came out and were like, Hey, these are all the risks. This is exactly what could happen to you. You got to watch out. You know what I mean? You got to be careful. You got to pay attention to your symptoms. Like anytime you get any injection, right? I mean, even when I got all those vaccinations, right? I was like paying attention. I was like making sure, you know, like just because I had a bunch of vaccines, right? Mm -hmm. I want to make sure if I notice any weird rashes or any weird, you know, symptoms or if my, my fever got a little too high, you know what I mean? Just to make sure and pay attention. It it is, it is though hard to compare the two vaccines. A a thousand percent. Because of time. The time factor is a a big deal. A thousand percent. And what we have, we have exact sim, like we have very similar cases in the past that, that were vaccines have been pulled because of six oh, yeah. months within six months of people there was three mandates yeah. it's like oh like this is really hurting too many people yeah. you know what i mean so and that that was we're already passed out with the vaccine that's what uh, you don't realize we're we're, not, we're a year in almost you know what i mean with a lot of these people getting vaccines and you're you know we we have you know decent decent I mean, a lot of people getting it right so a lot i mean of people getting it but we're also having a lot of people having adverse events that are really difficult to track and that it that is and, also the hard and part. the time is the factor that is going to help most people yes yes why do you want madeline oh my god oh, and molly Ugh. we were just talking about vaccines yeah, yeah. Get away from okay madeline don't touch it don't yeah. touch it don't no ma'am i'm not comfortable anymore i know we can't just be bros talking now our wives are here <laughs> I guess we should stop talking. It seems like Eventually, every, we're getting there. every deep, random conversation seems to go back to well, I mean, today's world, which it, it, it makes it sense because it is the yeah. most relevant thing yeah. that is happening in today's, in today's um, yeah. world. But I don't know, man. I mean, what we should also realize is also there's no right answer to this, right? There's no, there's no, there's no perfect in between where everybody should be because either way, what's going to happen is there's going to be people on one side. And people on the other Absolutely. side, but I did, uh, earlier and, you said though that you think that we'd be in the exact same spot. I don't think we would if they had changed what they had said earlier, like the market, not the marketing, but the marketing. The you know what I mean? The communication, communication market, yeah, yeah. Because there are tons of people like me who want to see the risk versus reward. I base everything yeah. off of risk benefit analysis oh, yeah. and cost benefit analysis, yeah. cost root analysis, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I, I think it's inerrant in a lot of people. Um, but if they would have, for me, it would have made me feel a lot more comfortable seeing the transparency. And I actually might. I, I agree. See I, that. I, I agree with you. And I, 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 I think you're right, actually. I really do. Like, I, I do think. Oh, what? No, 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 no. No, I think you're right. Say that again. I'm going to repeat <laughs> this. I'm going to repeat this multiple times. Um, no, I think you're right. Like, that's the same way I feel, too, right? Where it's like, when whenever you see somebody being shady, yeah. you just feel shady even if whatever they're is a whatever feeling. they're pushing yeah. is is fine you know what i mean like yeah. either way but i mean you know at the same time like i also i i still do see like i don't feel like i i feel like that would change a lot of people's minds on the vaccine which? initially what you were talking about which okay. is being open and being honest and being but also at the same time when has that ever happened ever in 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 media and in in yeah. social media and, and then, how and how things are talked about in in general discourse and right? then taking that same thing further what do we find down the line when we know and, and feel that somebody's being shaded we find out typically yeah. that there was a reason and something that they're hiding and a lot yeah. that's where a lot of the hiding shady unfair fettered feelings yeah. are coming from. Yeah. I think there that needs to be addressed to it. And that's why and that's why I relate with people who don't like who refuse to get the vaccine and think it's and think it's bad yeah. for them and all this thing where I go like listen man, I understand. I see the same shady stuff you see. Mm-hmm. I understand what you're talking about. I, I also can see through to some extent and realize 
like I'm going to be okay. Right. Like it's fine. It's been months since I've had it. I'm okay. Um, but also, you know, I do understand why, why people feel that way. And I understand, I also understand why people get pissed when they've realized people aren't vaccinated and things like that, where they, because they've also been taught from the other side and, and spoken to in a way of like, you know, like if you don't get it, then you don't care for yeah. people around you. Right. And this is a pretty intense debate that I had in my, uh, in my public health class. It was, I think my epidemiology, but it was talking mm. about not COVID. It was at the time it was uh tuberculosis. TB. Oh, interesting. Because anti a- antibiotic resistant TB is up and coming. Yeah. And that's yeah. the mortality rate for that is a lot worse. Insane. Yeah. I'm actually kind of curious what the mortality rate is for that. Hang on. I know uh, you don't want it, guys. I just want to <laughs> let you guys know. <laughs> I can't spell. Dude, I, Google check has been one of those things. It's a crutch now. Yeah. Your third grade. I'm trying to. I'm, right now. I just want to speak. <laughs> uh, tuberculosis. Okay, you spell tuberculosis better than I would have. Don't worry. See, the suggested phrase. Uh-huh. Uh, mortality. Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. That's not what I want. Same thing. Hi. <laughs> Mortality rate, maybe. It's like once you get this past a certain amount of words, it just gives you random <laughs> results. Uh, well, just the antibiotic resistance as a whole causes. 38,000 plus deaths per year and 3.2 million hospital stays. Um, it's not saying that. TB is one of those like legit scary things. Oh, absolutely. About in the health field. Um, there's a lot of like bad stuff that people can get, but well, there's that, one of those things that like, that's one of the things that'll like shut down. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. And I, I struggle with, with how we're, we're not wanting to play the long game. Yeah. Like antibiotic resistance is going to set us back to the early 1900s where you can die from a a scrape on your knee. Yeah. You know, I I think people have forgotten so much. Like people are already questioning that the Holocaust existed. (laughs) Isn't that wild? (laughs) But they're not even thinking about how antibiotic resistance is going to set us back 150 years where you die from everything. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And then you have a virus or... You know, whatever the case may be, super bugs. Yeah. And you're just like, it's like cre- we're creating our own death. Yeah. Yeah. By being too able to like fix things. That's the crazy part. You know what I mean? Like, with just antibiotics in general. Because the just- rate of uh, creating a new antibiotic is undercutting the rate of strains being um, created because, because <laughs> of our overuse of antibiotics. Which- <laughs> That's not so wild. Crazy. So it takes nine <laughs> months for a nine months for a typical antibiotic to become resistant to a strain. Mm-hmm. It takes three years for a new antibiotic to be created, and three point four billion dollars. I want to say billions of dollars and yeah. more years than nine months. Yeah, yeah. For a new That's antibiotic to be part. created. <laughs> so at some point, we're going to reach a threshold that we, we are not the, able to fight. The, we hit the perfect middle spot. Yeah, we're, we're not going to be able to fight yeah. it. Our antibiotics have been too good. We just end up screwing ourselves into <laughs> 1901. So a total of 1.5 million people died from TB in 2020. 
I'm kind of curious. This that's from the WHO. How many people total have died from COVID? Did die, dude. Did die, did. <laughs> COVID. Three point four million have supposedly have died from COVID worldwide in 2020. And then you have a total of 1.5 million people died from TB, but we're also looking at longevity. You know, longevity is another thing where COVID has been it's around th- for a year. TB is the half. 13th leading cause of death. Yep. God damn. Um, That's so crazy. After COVID, it says, in 2020, an estimated 10 million people fell ill with TB, 5.6 million men and 3.3 million women, and then 1.1 million children. In 2020, 1.1 million children fell ill with TB. There was a so there has been ten deaths, I believe, from um oh how is this already used up? I guess I gotta delete some stuff. And uh there's been it was roughly ten deaths, children deaths from COVID. Mm-hmm. Um and that's what's pushed a lot of the children Yeah, the vaccines. Vaccines, which are younger and listen, younger. I, I don't like children to die. No. That's terrible. It seems like you do. I've body bagged a few men, I don't like that. <laughs> um yeah, we have <laughs> hundreds of thousands. How many how many children have died from TB? Where did, where did it say that? I mean, 1.1 million got Fell TB. Ill. I mean, it has to be a significant percentage. Let's see. I'm not seeing it. But it just, it, it's, you know... <sighs> The whole double standard thing, mm. the way we've always talked about. Oh yeah, of course. Listen, I get COVID. It's bad. Yep. It's scary. Um, I think everybody needs to see the risk versus rewards of everything that happens. I think that's a human right. Yeah. And in time that anybody else says that is not, and that I should do it because I have um, to do it, that's yeah. that's major red flags. Yeah. Well, I just also like, you know, I mean, I know a few people who are just anti. COVID vaccine people have died from it and it's just like you know you took that risk right and it doesn't mean that if you got the vaccine you would have been safe but it was their choice it was their choice and that's okay you just have to and live with that choice I think you have to live with that choice with and that's with the, with whatever medical condition right there's plenty I mean Steve Jobs got cancer and just ate a bunch of fruit and then died of cancer <laughs> thought fruit would cure his cancer and just be eating healthy like okay it did that was his choice you died it's yeah. okay like yeah. I, I can't, you know, I don't, I don't feel bad for you. Like you made that choice. That's okay. That that was your, your, your decision to make. So you know what I mean. I kind of feel the same way with COVID, where it's like, do you think that the fear of death has been the major driving factor for um, everything we do? It seems like it. Like why? Well, what if? I what mean, would happen? Know, right? Yeah, I get to the some whole, extent. Yeah, I, I get like understanding, like, um, how do you say this? The fight to survive, the, the survival yeah. instinct. I get that. But for every person, for every lifetime, like, yeah. I, maybe if we just embrace death, like, it wouldn't <laughs> be that big of a deal. Yeah. Honestly. I, I also just think that, like, in general, like, people don't realize, like, people don't think about the fact that we just, every year is safer and safer to be alive. Yeah. Right? So it's like, it, people act like, because we have all this access to, to Google and all this information that we get, you know, inundated with, you know, all day that we realize that like every year we get safer and safer and safer, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And just from every point of view. So, I mean, you know, we're living better than we ever, but people always make it seem like 
everything's always getting worse and getting more dangerous and you know just think about all the crime that we see everywhere and blah, blah. It's, this is it's, nothing. It's going away every year. But like little by little, every year we're getting Again, more let, and more let's, safe. Let's go back to like middle ages. Yeah. Let's talk about crime. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about crime and yeah. death and disease yeah. and economics and well, capitalism we, in the middle ages in Europe. About, <laughs> about why like people feel the need to always be like scared by something and always feel like they need to be like you know people on social media that we know you know you know in general that people just always are freaking out about stuff it's like yeah because we're not worrying about getting eaten by bears anymore you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean like we have to find something to to, to be afraid of and to be worried okay, about why? I mean, that's human nature like why is that a thing though because I, I, of the fear of death because I, I, maybe it's survival instinct it to be because if we not fear, maybe because if we're not fearful of things yeah. we take more risks yeah but i also think we become like when you don't have actual things to be afraid of you still replace that with things to be afraid of even if they're illegitimate or not do you know what i mean like we're still like people are still mm. constantly worrying about things like that's like anxiety is at an all-time high mm. you know what i mean but we don't have things to really be anxious about yeah as compared to somebody from 200 years ago three dude that was like one of the greatest life lessons i learned in ems and what i see from first responders yeah like they live on those like high risk um, s- scenarios all the time where, yeah, today, you know, a family lost or three families lost their loved ones or yeah. today a burglar just shot people yeah. or today yeah. this lady got raped multiple times yeah. for no you know damn reason. Yeah. So the little things like my kids screaming at me yeah. because, you know, they didn't want this type of cereal yeah. just isn't that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that perspective. Yeah. And, I, and that's like one of one of my uh, one of my teachers in EMT school is like, listen, you're only seeing people on an ambulance during the worst days of their lives. Right. So like you have to understand that you can't. That's what she was talking about, internalizing trauma and things like that that is happening during EMS calls and at the hospital and all these different things we're dealing with. And you're just like, you can't that you can't let that get to you because you're always dealing with somebody's worst day. You know what I mean? And, and no matter what, you know, in on an ambulance, in a hospital, in the emergency room, things like that, you know, and, and I think it's kind of the same thing. We realize like, oh, yeah, like our lives are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Our lives are our lives are pretty, pretty solid. Yeah. We're safe like 99 percent of the time. And and for some reason, I feel like people are always trying to convince us otherwise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And where it's like, no, we're good. You know, what and I mean? that's what I see happening today. A worldwide. Yes. Macro, in the On the macro scale. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's a human thing. Like, I think that's a, maybe what's a survival instinct thing, like we were talking about. Maybe it's not. I don't know, but it is definitely like we are this. We are the safest we're ever going to be, and our children are going to be even safer than we are. Hopefully. But they're still going to have the same things happening. You know what I mean? Like mm. they're still going to be. They're still going to have no matter if it's if it is true or not. They're still going to be, you know, having this this anxiety about the world and being safe and all this thing. Like you know, it's 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 crazy. I mean. I don't think there's anything you do about it. Honestly, I think just, I think people are, I think you can, I think you can, no, I think people, I think individually we can, I think as as a world, I think people are always going to humans in general Mm, are always going to be looking for, for things to be maybe not even afraid of, but just worried about, you know what I mean? And just, and always have things to be, you know, anxious about, you know, cause we don't, we, like I said, we don't have, Mm. We don't have. But why are we searching for fear? Yeah, I don't know. And why is the main population, of, or why is the media the main pusher of fear? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Well, I think I think people in general. I mean, 
people are always looking for conflict because I think humans are really good at conflict. That's a conflict theory in yeah. sociology. Yeah, I, I think people are, are consistently looking for conflict in their lives. Even if there isn't any, they will create some. Just be just because that's how we've been trained. Mm. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. I mean, of I years. like I like conflict. It's kind of fun for me. Well, I think I mean there's also healthy conflict. But I think the majority <laughs> yeah. of people yeah. are looking for unhealthy conflict. You know what I mean? So overview of sociology's conflict theory. We are about out of time, but let's look at this up. Conflict theory states that tensions and conflicts arise when resources, status, and power are unevenly distributed between groups and society, and these conflicts become the engine for social change. In this context, power can be understood as control of material resources and accumulated wealth, control of politics, and the institutions that make up society, and one's social status relative to to others. It's a Karl Marx thing. Oh, that's a really good quote. A house may be large or small. This is by Karl Marx. As long as the neighboring houses are likewise small, it satisfies all social requirement for a residence. But let there arise a next next to the little house a palace, and the little house shrinks to a hut. That guy probably has pretty good ideas about things. That's Wage, really labor, and capital age forty seven. Karl Marx. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're gonna wrap up. <laughs> Zach, I appreciate it, man. As always, I appreciate the conversation. Let's uh let's do a Google dive next time. Yes, sir. All right.